Hello and welcome to I Love It, Don't You? The podcast about friends sharing with friends whether they like it or not. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Kim. And I'm Janelle. This week I forced Kim and Janelle to watch the first five episodes of Supergirl. It's on CBS and you can find it on CW. Netflix. And, well, now it's on CW. Now, now it's on CW. Yeah, originally it was shows. on CBS. And yeah, you know the origin story of Supergirl. She it's very similar to <laughs> Superman's origin story. I don't want to explain it right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You gotta go look that up. She's an alien that came from space, and she can also fly. This show starts off with her working for Catco, and being an assistant to Cat Grant, the CEO of Catco Media Empire. Janelle is the only one that's watching for the first time. Kim and I have already seen this series, so we're just gonna let's just start. Janelle. <laughs> Oh, wait, one more thing. I'm very happy. I didn't know that I would need this, but I'm very happy that I started, that I picked this one because it was so positive. I think it's such a positive show and, like, really focuses on sending, like, a positive message. It was just nice to have that during this week. Not for any particular reason. Janelle, what did you think? Overall, I really liked it. Like, there's some things that definitely bug me with it, Mm -hmm. but like you said, it's a fun show and... I don't really find tons that's like super special about it, but that doesn't mean that it's not worth your time. It is nice to see some, and I know this is going to be one of your big points, but like some strong female leads, but then at the same time, they rehash a lot of incredibly stereotypical tropes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, I like it though. Okay. That's cool. So I don't know how far into that you want me to go. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know right now. Kim, what did you think? Well, I liked it being that a couple weeks ago I started it and Mm -hmm. then kept texting you, which is why you started watching it. I wanted to watch it. One of the main reasons is because Kyler Lee is in it, who played Lexi on Grey's Anatomy, and I love her. I mean, I was kind of interested in it, but once I found that out, I was like, oh, I really need to watch it. When I first watched it, I liked it a whole lot more than I thought I was going to. I thought it was just going to be like, whatever, you know, okay. Mm -hmm. But I really, I found myself not being able to stop watching it and everything. So I was, I was happy to revisit it two weeks later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like, when you were texting me about it, like, I was kind of surprised that you started it. Not too surprised. But then I, once I started watching it to like try to keep up with what you were talking about. I was surprised by how much I liked it because I guess I had really low expectations. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I did. Same here. Yeah. Same here. I mean, my thing was I've never really been interested in the female heroes, not because they are females, just because I suppose they've always kind of been in the background, except for in the old Justice League cartoon. There was Wonder Woman and there was Hawk Girl, and they were pretty awesome. They never have been in the forefront of media, so I think that maybe not care so much. Right. And so I was like, and I'm not a massive fan of Superman either. Oh. Like, I was into Smallville, but, like, I've since kind of evolved in what I look for in superhero stories. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I kind of got tired of Superman, I went on to Batman because it's like he's deep and dark and brooding. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, but Iron Man's so much better because he's funny, but also dark and he's got, you know, his issues and everything. 
And so I've just gone on and on and on from there. And now I'm into like Daredevil and uh, like watching the Punisher arc in the new Daredevil series. And, yeah. you know, I'm call- kind of all over the board. And so like the prospect of going back to super high strung, like we will do everything yeah. right. <laughs> Uber people. I've heard it said before that like Superman is and in, in by extension, Supergirl. Right they're kind of like the eight-year-old's superhero because they can do everything. And that's great when you're a kid Mm -hmm. and, like, you want to see somebody that can do everything, but, like, as you grow, you want more complexity. Yeah. So I thought it was cool that they brought in more complexity in this Mm -hmm. um, and brought in, like, the family issues and all this kind of stuff. That was great. But I guess where it kind of stumbled for me was, for heaven's sakes, having another love triangle. Oh. I can't tell you. I'm 25 almost. Mm -hmm. And I'm so tired of love triangles where it's the hot guy is being pined after by a pretty good looking girl and then the little nerdy guy is like off on his Mm -hmm. own. Can we please just have somebody pining over the nerdy guy for once? If we're going to do a love triangle at all, (laughs) can somebody just be like, I love that nerd? (laughs) (laughs) I I totally understand what you're saying there, but and we will go more into that. Uh, I know Kim has some thoughts on that. I, I think. Kim does have thoughts but on that. one thing I did really like about it was that her secret identity isn't a secret from her love interest. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to go through the whole like. I, I don't want to have to like freaking watch that storyline again. Yeah. Like another time where they have to discover that she's Supergirl, which I found really refreshing. Right. I really did like that. She's just like. He's my friend. I'm going to tell him. Like, when her sister's like, oh, why are you telling people? You know, he's my friend. I'm going to tell him I need that support. I really do like the way they approach that. That she didn't try and then, like, hide it from James when James was like, I know it's you. Right. Yeah, I do like that. Later on in the series, there's this line where there she's like... Uh, everybody's talking about like the secret or whatever and she's like I can keep a secret and everybody's like no you can't <laughs> you can't keep a secret and like I'm okay that was with episode that. 9 oh you watched more I watched two episode 9 this morning okay do you want to talk about Wynn I like Wynn a lot but I don't like him as the love interest is that what you're yeah trying to hint at for me to talk yeah. about because again because I kind of mentioned this with Flash like I'm over the whole pining after thing mm-hmm. like in regards to a love triangle without regards to a love triangle whatever like I'm over it and I feel like when kind of brings out some of the worst in the pining like especially kind of later on in some episodes mm-hmm. and stuff and so I'm like I'm sorry dude just she just sees you as a friend let's just move on like yeah. but I do love love when mm-hmm. and I want him to like have somebody who loves him and everything he's a great character but i just that kind of was like "Eh, i'm tired of watching this yeah Mm -hmm. well and i was fine with like the whole you know muttering things behind james's back and all this kind of stuff because it's like i know that feeling i'm that kind of person where i'm just like (laughs) if it's not coming out of my mouth like internally i'm thinking the sarcastic things but when I think this is beyond the the first five episodes, but when it starts actually becoming, like, some tension and animosity between the two, mm-hmm. where Wynn's actually saying things to James or getting into James's way and stuff like that, like, physically standing in his way, and I'm like, okay, that's a little far. Like, most people, I would feel, could keep themselves in check, and Wynn's not okay. exactly, mm-hmm. like, some super... Um, Outgoing's not the word I'm looking for, but like confrontational a, guy. Yeah, he's not at all. Like he's, and not that he's meek either, but like 
the fact that he would just be cool with like being that kind of socially awkward like confrontationally socially awkward does not fit with him at all mm-hmm. so that bugged me and i imagine it's only gonna get worse from here <laughs> i don't want to say anything but i hope you keep watching quarter of a way through my life and i'm just like love triangles need to go die in a hole mm-hmm. i feel like fire. most people feel that way about love triangles but they're an easy trope to go to yeah and it yeah. i don't know just like try at least try and be inventive with it is what right. i'm gonna say like if you're gonna try and introduce conflict by that be like oh you know be I, interesting yeah and you know what a show this is completely off topic but a show that does that actually does the love triangle really well is jane the virgin yeah. <laughs> and you might end up hating it but i think they do it so well because you never really know which guy is the end game Like, you can be equally invested in each of them. And I don't believe that either character pines after the girl. Mm -hmm. or But I don't know. I'd be interested to hear you guys' thoughts on that. But anyway, back to Supergirl. I was going to say, I am a fan of James. Holy crap, James is amazing. James is amazing. Uh, And I'm so happy he, like, I first saw this actor in True Blood season two. He played Eggs, and I loved him there. And I was so happy to see him again on Supergirl. I, I'm very happy to have been introduced to him. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's a fantastic character. But yeah, I totally shipped them. That, that guy, like, mine. he drips charisma. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's And it's honest, too. It's not like this, hey, look at me. Like, he's got a really good... It, it feels very genuine anytime he is being charismatic, mm-hmm. um, which is the sign of good charisma. But, I mean, there's none of this, like... Okay, Wins totally. I, I can't say this in a PG way. Um, they're having a measuring contest. Oh. <laughs> I mean, at least from Wins' perspective. Mm-hmm. But like James just is James. Yeah. Right. And that's what's so cool about it. And also what makes Win look so petty is that mm-hmm. Win's over here with a ruler, and James is just kind of like, "Hi guys." Yeah. <laughs> I totally get that. For me, this show could... I was kind of afraid the show would be too earnest or sincere mm-hmm. and idealistic because sometimes I just can't take a lot of those emotions. And it is a lot of that a lot of the time. But I think that Cat Grant's character kind of takes that down a bit for me. Oh, I love her. I love her, too. I love her, too. And, like, I think part of the reason I love her so much is because she's kind of this foil to Kara. <laughs> like, she has so much attitude, and I love watching her on the screen every time she's on the screen. And I think part of that is also that she's kind of can offset that right uh, earnestness of the show. Well, this might be what... Sorry, were you, do you no, have I'm more? I'm done. That was the one thing that annoyed me about the show. Like, when you brought up that it, it gives you feminist feels, yeah. and I'm like, that is great, but I'm the type of person that I want something... Like, I don't want anything to be didactic at all. Right. I don't okay. want it to be preachy. Because it's like... I don't know. Maybe this is just something... I mean, I know this is probably just me, but when I was a kid, I never felt like I couldn't do anything just because I was a girl. I I still felt like the world was all open to me, and I pretty well continued... With most things, I continued with that view. And so the idea of having someone over here... Some people would call it being a role model, and that's true. But also, from my view, it's like preaching, we must girl power! (laughs) I much more prefer when it's being subtle about it when it's just when you just you instead of telling you yeah when you just are kind of like i guess with how james just 
is charismatic. Mm-hmm. He just is him. That's what I like about Cat uh, Grant is that she just is feminist. She yes. it, she's not mm-hmm. like she doesn't usually go out with like this agenda and doesn't have to spout the rhetoric because she just is. I mean, she does sometimes, yeah. but there's a couple lines that Kara has that really annoys me mm-hmm. because she's like, "What?" you don't trust me because I'm a woman? Yeah. And it's like, no, he doesn't trust you because you're from another planet, stupid. Like, yeah. it's... there. But I think that's also... Sorry to interrupt. Wait, you, but but I, I think don't... that's part of the show really trying to force, like, this is a feminine show. And it doesn't bother me as much as it would usually because I love the message so much. <laughs> but I totally understand the whole not wanting it to be, like, not wanting someone to give you a lecture about that. Right. I don't remember her saying that. He thought she was going to say because I'm a woman, but she was saying because I'm an alien. Yeah, that's true. I it's, feel it's like in, in the scene was, I'm remembering. When she's flying, is that what? Or I was there another scene? I was thinking there was one face-to-face, but I remember there was something like that that was, that was hokey. I don't know. I'm going to dig myself into a hole. It's, and no this holes. wasn't, <laughs> there are plenty of holes. I don't know. I mean, I liked it. I liked mm-hmm. it. But there were moments where I was just kind of like... We get it. You're, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to, like, tell me that you're being feminist. I'd rather just... To me, a role model is someone that isn't trying to be a role model. Mm-hmm. They're just someone that just is. Mm-hmm. Their actions, and, like, are what's speaking for them. Yeah. yeah. And so I agree that Kat and Kara are... Kara. Kara. Dang it. Okay, funny story. First, though, I agree that they're they're foils mm, okay. mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. You know, um, Kat is, you know, kind of self-sufficient and she's, you know, she's independent and, like, confident in herself and everything. And Kara's not. Yeah. <laughs> she's getting, dang it, she's getting there, but she's not. I also feel that in the feminist way, like, Kara feels like she has to prove herself and she there are instances where she's like thinking about it from a girl, you know, people that are against me because I'm a girl or people are against me because I'm an alien mm-hmm. and totally lost my train of thought, but I hope you know what I meant. Yeah. I think so. The, I think I was almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost asleep too. Yeah. I need another thing of coffee, but the, the I keep mispronouncing it because whenever, well, because I'm thinking about it also, but also if you watch this with subtitles, they oh. phonetically spell it yes. when Cat Grant says anything, and it's really wonky how they spell it, too. <laughs> so, my thoughts on Cat Grant? Mm-hmm. I, I really like her. I do really like her. But I feel a little bit like she's a trope we see a lot. Yeah. I feel like when you have a woman in power sometimes, she's written as the total B who just, you know, like comes in and has no respect for anybody but herself. And I feel like in a lesser actor's hands, this would have been a horrible character. Yeah. I think it is to Callista Flockhart's credit that this character is so likable and mm-hmm. and such a great character. And also I like her relationship with Kara, but at the same time like I just get tired kind of of the abuse that shows I love you. Yeah. Kind of. Oh. No, that's fair. And I feel like Mm -hmm. those are two tropes that are very much in the Cat Grant character. She does get a little softer or show more sides as the season goes on. 
But I feel like that's also, we see that a lot in characters like this, is you have to start off with them being very, very harsh or very, very strict. And then once you see that they are a woman in power, then we can show you that they're softer. That is one of the problems I kind of have with it. I'm just like, I really do like it, but I feel like that it could have been written better. That's fair. It's That is fair. I don't know, like... I just enjoy watching her so much. And, like, I do think there the trope of a woman being in power being the B-word um, might be true, but I also don't think that a lot of shows show it in <laughs> an abrasive woman in a positive light, which is something that I kind of like. Like, you don't have to be a, a Supergirl sweetness mm-hmm. to be, like, not every girl has to be made of sugar and... What else? Just spice I don't know, and everything spice. nice. And spice and everything nice. Did and you I, not watch Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't. And maybe it's also like a personal bias because I kind of like difficult women, and I kind of like it when a woman is a little bit intimidating. I don't know. Like I, yeah. I'm I'm fine with. And also, like I said before, like when she says something nice about I don't know how to say her name anymore. Kara. Kara doing her job, and then the next moment she like says something like that was just for effect I also think it kind of makes it less earnest which for me is something that I like well I mean I'm all about sarcasm Mm -hmm. and breaking earnestness with humor and and all of that stuff it's meanness that I don't like and that's Mm -hmm. where I feel like we're bordering with her especially in the beginning is she is mean to the people underneath Mm -hmm. her she does not respect them and that is I'm huge on respect and I'm huge on meanness. Yeah. In two two opposite ways. I like people to respect each other and I, I'm not for meanness. Uh, I'm glad you clear. So No, I'm for meanness and not for no. Yeah. So I think like if something's too earnest, I'm gonna sit there and crack jokes. Like that's mm-hmm. me. I'm gonna be sarcastic. And I like shows that do that. But I like shows that do that in love and the characters, you see that the characters love each other. And I know she eventually does grow to respect Kara, but she still is quick to treat her like crap. And that's what I have a problem with. Mm. I understand that. I do love that moment in episode six where Kara was like, you, like, what does she say? She, like, just snaps at Kat and yells at her. You don't get to treat me like a bully. I'm a yeah. person. All that all that good stuff. And yeah. I did really love that moment where Carl uh, lets loose. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. I think it's interesting, though, when you look at it. And you, this is probably the same with most other shows that have a strong female lead that you see that evolution in. I don't watch a lot of those shows, so I don't know. But I find it interesting that as you go along you see more that she kind of is even though she breaks the system in a lot of ways the the patriarchal system she's also a victim of it i had really mixed feelings not about kara going off on her but when um cat takes kara to Kara, dang it the conversation they have afterwards and yeah, she that says they have like the you're bar. not allowed to be ang- like a woman isn't allowed to be angry in the workplace yeah that yeah. shows me that she's a symptom or not a symptom a, a victim of the system as well even though it looks like she's overcome it like she's she's stair stepping she's on her journey yeah. to becoming you know not part of the system so it kind of makes sense to me it's almost i feel kind of like this show is also as a side plot or an inferred side plot it's 
kind of like Cat coming back to humanity as well. I it's, could see that. Mm -hmm. The entire show is of everybody kind of evolving, except for James, because James just kind of... Yeah. James, <laughs> James is already there. <laughs> James is already there. Season two deals more with that. <laughs> except for Lucy. Screw Lucy. Um, <laughs> yes. Who uh, knew that Lois Lane had a sister? Did you know that? Uh, I think people who have read the comics. Uh, no, I didn't so know that she had... actually like a real character. I didn't know that she had a sister. I knew that she had a cousin. I thought this was... Oh, yeah, I think, I think Lucy might have been a cousin in the comics. Maybe? Yeah. I, I don't no know. I, I'm not familiar with the comics, but I feel like she wasn't completely made up. The only character I think that was completely made up for this show was the character of Alex Danvers, her sister. Oh, really? Who I love. I've never like, heard of Wynn before either. I haven't heard of him either. I mean, I could be wrong, but I thought I saw that in an interview I watched, read it somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Wait, what were you talking about? Um, just that, that she's a symptom. Or yeah. not a symptom. I keep calling like, it a symptom. I would say that what she is saying and kind of what she's passing on to Kara is a problematic point of view. Mm -hmm. And kind of an old point of view. But at the same time, I know that there are still workplaces out in America, work environments in America where what Kat is saying is true. Mm -hmm. Not saying that we're going to work in any of them. Mm -hmm. I don't think that libraries exactly have them, but just well, like from stuff that I've read recently that when it's, this is a tangent, I'm sorry guys, but when like you don't have an effective HR system in place, that kind of stereotype is something that is still around. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I should say I agree with what Kat said, mm -hmm. what, what she was getting at, but I don't agree with how she said it. Because okay. I think it's very, like, there's truth that you can take from that is that as a woman you will be perceived differently. But the fact that she's telling Kara you can't get angry, that's a bunch of bull crap. You well, should be able to say, get angry. Yeah, she did say find an outlet for your anger. Yeah. I did kind of like when she was like, take up kickboxing. Yeah. Yell at your housekeeper. <laughs> or how about we just get better in society and people just don't throw temper tantrums in work. Like learn unless how to cope with like, emotions. Yeah. yeah, unless it's actually like a, an, a legitimate injustice. Mm -hmm. in, injustice? Yeah. Injustice? But man, I mean, Kara has a lot of patience. Uh, with the cat, you know, <laughs> out of like how long has she been working for? That's the first time she's gone on. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Well, I did really like how she chose to deal with her anger, though. Then was <laughs> she, you know, setting up the punching bag for for James, and she set up a car for her. Yes. <laughs> and that was so amazing. Yeah, that was really amazing. What about Alex and Kara? Their I, relationship. I, I love, love them. them. They are cute. I, I love them so much. How like they're there for each other and everything. I was kind of annoyed at first because it potentially could have been really bad with this whole. And this isn't a spoiler because you find it out in the mm -hmm. first episode. Um, this whole, I'm actually a government agent and I've been in on it the whole time. It was like, I'm kind of tired of that plot line, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, not everybody has to be part of the conspiracy. Yeah. You know, though I kind of, I realized, I recognized the names and knew that they were all scientists that were involved in it from the Young Justice cartoon. That trope's getting annoying, too, that it's like, and that's part of the reason why I got tired of Smallville was um, like everything is a conspiracy and it's uh, everything is always interconnected and it's always like yeah. super just they jump the shark real quick in that show <laughs> <laughs> i did think it was interesting because of course watching this and the flash so close together you draw parallels i feel like alex is a little harsh with Kara, like you know you can't do this blah blah yeah. 
In the same way that Joe is with Barry in, like, the second episode. But I feel like his goes away quicker than, even though Alex knows that she's going to do this and knows Kara is going to do this, like, she's still kind of, for through the first three or so episodes, kind of, like, on her case about every little thing. I mean, like, you can't tell people, you can't da-da-da, you know. And, and that's fair. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But it's just... It's just interesting to see how both shows kind of played that out right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and when they kind of let that not be a point of tension and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. One thing I have to bring up is the in the first episode when uh, Supergirl saves Alex's plane. Mm-hmm. And then Alex comes over to her apartment upset. I, like, did not understand at all. Like, I would have been so happy. <laughs> like, I mean, I, under- I kind of understand where her instinct is coming from, but she was so angry. Like, you shouldn't have done that. Like, what's the well, alternative to let you die? Right. Like, I don't really understand. Well, I think at the same time, though, you got to think about, now that we know the background, mm-hmm. that Alex has always been in charge yeah. of mm-hmm. her, that it makes sense that she would be upset because now she knows, A, mom's going to find this out, B, everybody might know who she is because it was a girl on a side of a plane and people were taking pictures. And C, is this going to endanger my government work? Because I've kept that nice and, like, under wraps. Mm -hmm. It's it's just a huge variable. She's Yeah, I think it's that she's looking at it as, before anything else, her first reaction is, oh, crap, I have to control this. How am I going to control this? Mm -hmm. I also want to talk about Tara's disguise quote unquote disguise it's crazy that no one recognizes her i can believe it i'll buy into it for the sake of the show but come on well, well i mean this, this is the same thing with superman yeah like, no, it's a, the same this thing. is an age-old complaint well you know i think that that's true okay that's very true wait wait hold on elizabeth do you recognize me <laughs> <laughs> she just took off her glasses <laughs> It's like, where did Kim go? Hey, I'm back, guys. What's been going on? <laughs> but I feel like with this new Superman... Well, maybe not. Maybe... I guess you guys are right. But. The thing, though, is it started off in the comics. They brought this into Supergirl. Um, it started off in the comics that Clark Kent not only had glasses, but he would have this really big, like, slumping yeah. shoulders and everything and hunch up, and he would act really meek and everything. So it's your mind doesn't jump to, hey, this guy could be Superman. It's he would put on a whole different persona. The thing is, though, when you put that on TV, it doesn't work quite as well because they're getting these super made up actors and actresses that look like really, really nice. And because God forbid we ever have anybody that doesn't look absolutely 100% hot while they're on screen. Right. Except for in Iron Man 3, they make Guy Pierce look really gross. <laughs> really gross. So, I mean, it it's, yes, it's a stretch. I'm not saying yeah. it's not a stretch, but it's, I can suspend my disbelief a little better because it's, I know the background mm-hmm. and I also know that it's TV land and things just don't translate over quite as well but but people did complain about the comics as well i'm not saying they didn't but there is something i noticed oh what the the actress melissa she tends to kind of like suck on her lip a little bit more and like bite it a little bit when she's being cara 
and while it doesn't sound like much, it makes her look a whole lot meeker. Yeah. And she's, like, wide-eyed, and, and, like, she has different stances and stuff like that. So they have worked on that. Like, it's there is a conscious thing to make her look different. Mm-hmm. It's not just glasses and her hair's up. Yeah. You know? And it's cute, too. It is really cute. <laughs> she's, she's really adorable. cute when she's being, like, nervous or whatever, which is most yeah. of the time that she's at CatCo. Right. She's yeah. adorable. Yeah. So I want to pretend I'm Janelle for this episode. Okay. And ask if you all noticed any, like, plot holes and whatnot. No, I didn't. There's no toilet in the cell. (laughs) (laughs) And I know there were other things, but that was one of the things I was looking at this morning in the episode I was watching was, like, there's a super easy way to make this a whole lot more hygienic for you people. (laughs) They have these, like, prison toilets that are a toilet and a sink in one. Just stick that in your cell, please, for people. (laughs) Okay, like, one thing was, um, at the very first episode, when she's talking, doing the beginning voiceover, like, she's supposed to be in present day, or that's what I'm led to believe, but she says her planet blew up 24 years ago, but then she got lost on her way to Earth for 24 years, so really her planet should have blown up 37 years ago when she's doing the voiceover. Oh, nice. Because... Superman has been on the planet for 24 years when she crashes Mm -hmm. into Earth. So that was one thing. I was under the impression, though, that she'd been on Earth for 12 years. Right. Okay. So it would have been, so, or 13, I think 13 years. I, 12 or 13. So, well, but 36, 37 years should have been there. Okay, yeah, sorry. I'm I'm not catching up very well, but yeah. And then I think that they aired episode four and five out of order. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, yep, I noticed that. Because if you notice, um, Lucy Lane gets introduced at the very end of season, or season three, episode three, like she shows up in his office or whatever. And then episode four, it's now Thanksgiving, and they're going away for a romantic Thanksgiving, just the two of mm-hmm. them, her and James. And episode five, you have James being like, Lucy, why are you here? And going through, like, their entire breakup with Kara, like, and explaining what happened. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that episode, they decide to get back together. Okay. So oh, and not only that, there's another scene where, I think this is in the one maybe where Kara's babysitting. I'm not sure. I love but, that episode. Yes, it's a good episode. <laughs> so, yeah, that's but episode five. where they meet each other, Lucy and Kara happen to meet each other in the restaurant and they introduce themselves to each other. It's like, you've met, like, three times already. Yeah. Like, yeah, you've always been around James, but Lucy was acting like, oh, I have no idea who you are. Like, I think I know you, maybe. Uh-huh. But, like, it was, they've met enough times to definitely know each other. Right. I feel like at the beginning of episode five, they threw in, like, just the conversation with Alex and Kara about Hank to kind of establish, okay, this does come after Thanksgiving, guys. Mm-hmm. Because they found out that Alex's father and Kara's foster father worked with the DEO because mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they went back and reshot that to establish that yeah. this did mm-hmm. come after. But that annoyed me a lot. My other little whatever is, and this is probably just because I watched Kyler Lee as Lexi on Grey's Anatomy. Ooh, okay. But age-wise and whatever, she's supposed to be about 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't view her as 25. That's one thing I have a hard time with. 
And they kind of write her character, for the most part, a little older. Like, I would think that she would be around her 30s. And the way she treats Kara, it seems like she's a little sister that's five or six years younger than her, than one year younger. I Mm -hmm. kind of thought that she was, because, and I'm basing this off of the first time we ever see her, when she's, like, in the window or whatever. Not not ever, but Mm -hmm. the first time we see her when she's younger... So when Superman's taking Kara to uh, the Danvers house mm-hmm. or whatever, the actress that they got to play young Alex looks a lot older than the girl they have to play young Kara, too. So I was assuming they were kind of, they were both teenagers, but like on either end of the teenager yeah. range. I did at first because I agree. Like when I first watched it, I thought that too. I feel like they established that Kara was like 13 when she was there and Alex was 14. Hmm. And then also Alex talks about getting recruited like her last year of school or whatever and that she's been a part of the DEO for two years. Mm. And so all of the numbers and stuff that they give, it really makes it seem like Kara's supposed to be about 24 and she's supposed to be about 25. Hmm. And I just don't buy that because no, I... One, because I think they are writing it where it seems like there's a bigger age gap than what they're saying there is but also because i did watch kyler lee as lexi yeah when kyler lee was actually 23 24 and she was playing a 23 24 year old and i watched her grow through her 20s till age 28 or 29 when she left Grey's anatomy <laughs> <laughs> sorry i need to take a take a moment and grieve moment of silence yes so <laughs> Then, like, and that she left Grey's Anatomy several years ago, so now I'm supposed to believe that she's 25 again. Like, it's just, it's one of those things I'm having a hard time, like, mm-hmm. buying into. I think this brings me to one of my points. Okay. <laughs> Is that I really wish that she would grow her hair out. Like, I just. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if she grew it out, and maybe if it was like a lighter color, maybe she'd look younger, and I'd like her hair more. I think she's cute. <laughs> she's I, very I cute. I like the, the cute short, the short it's hair. Just I think like it's a, cute. Yeah. Um, well, and that's... That was just a little thing. It I doesn't think really matter. that's also maybe partly because she's in the government. Right. Um, a lot of the military it type stuff, you, you have to have really mm-hmm. short hair or you have to be able to put it up in a bun. Yeah. What did you guys think? Oh, okay. Um, Maxwell Lord. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. I feel like that name just doesn't come like easily. I don't know. It's not an easy name to say for some reason. But anyway, Maxwell Lord. What did you guys think of him and Kat? Like little flirty thing that was happening at her. <laughs> what's it called? Party. You know that the party. Supergirl reveal I, party. I love just about everything to do with Kat, so I, I thought it was hilarious. I felt like it was too much. I did not like him with Kat. I just um, I don't like him. Oh, I wouldn't want the two of them. He's to really be. not a good person. I like him. You do that? Yeah. Okay, that makes me happy. He's, I mean, he's a villain, but I like him. <laughs> I kind of like him and Alex together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, ship him with anybody, but he's the type of villain that I like, where it's like, you're kind of a cruel person, you're terrible, mm-hmm. and you're secretive, but you're clever, and you know how to manipulate people in, like, a charming kind of way, but you yeah. can also be, like, he can be majorly violent, too. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed him. And the fact that I was trying to figure out, where the crap have I seen this guy before? He's from freaking Twilight. 
<gasps> that he is from Twilight. Yeah, and um, he looks like twenty years younger now because he yeah. doesn't have that horrible hair. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible hair. I can happily say I did not know See, that. See, your hair can change how old you look. Yeah. <laughs> I only well, and the hair the thing was that he was he played Carlisle Cullen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cullen's dad. Okay. Quote unquote. And I only know this because I went and looked it up on IMDb, and I was like, oh, that's who he is. No, it's the fact that they made him have this, like, platinum blonde hair yeah. and then caked a whole bunch of white makeup on him. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's, like, normal looking, mm-hmm. and he's got facial hair, and he's got dark hair, and it looked, it just, he just looks really nice. He look, yeah. he's, yep. Big improvement. He's a good-looking man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Maxwell Lord. I have the stupidest complaint. I really do. Astra, mm-hmm. the yes. white streaks in her hair look yes. so stupid. They do look so stupid. I'm it's so glad you that It's very clear up. that they have taken a Halloween wig and like cut just, it right, out. Just and, something in there. Yes, and it's in different positions, <laughs> but it's always like perfectly curled yeah. together. Even if you have, like, white streaks in your hair, it's going to have a mix of your own hair color in it. Mm-hmm. So just color a little bit of the wig a different color. Yeah. It's so or not, bad. Like, not even that, but just, like, I feel like the actress should just, like, give up part of her own hair. Just let them turn it white. Well, it's the same actress playing both Astra and... Oh, I see what they're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I hadn't thought about that. But um, you're right. It looks really stupid. They could have done better with it that. It looks very... Or even just brush the two together a little bit yeah. more. But no, that leads me into another thing, though. That's an example of, like, one of the bad props. But I feel like this show, I don't know, but I feel like the props department is getting really creative with some of the things that they're building. Like, they've been going on Pinterest and looking at cosplaying tips. (laughs) Because there's, (laughs) in the last episode that I watched, they had these big cuffs on somebody that like went up their whole forearms and I looked at her and I'm like that's definitely just cardboard with foam inside it <laughs> that's amazing and they've painted it but I mean it looks great but yeah. there's something about how I was looking at it I was uh-huh. like that's definitely all that is yeah. <laughs> and it makes me curious though like how they've done everything you guys know that yeah. I like to know how they mm-hmm. create stuff so I'm really curious I want to keep watching for the props department so I can give them applause when I when I notice <laughs> stuff like that because it's done very very well. But I like seeing how they kind of use creativity so that they can put money elsewhere. Yeah, because the effects in this are great. That's what I was about to say. I don't feel like they did a really good job. They with did the a effects. very like, good job. I don't feel any of it is too cheesy. Mm-mm. You know. No. Yeah. There's a couple of like the oh I'm gonna take off and fly. Yeah. That mm-hmm. don't look amazing, but for the most part, like the laser vision looks great. Mm-hmm. I can even somewhat get on board with the ice breath. Okay. Yeah. Um. There's a couple instances where that's a no-no, but yeah, like it looks good. Costumes are great. Mm-hmm. And you know they had a low budget. You, I mean, like I actually, I actually don't know. No, we actually don't know, but <laughs> I feel like they did. Well, <laughs> it started on CBS, so I don't know for sure that they would have. I think now that it's gone to CW, they'll probably have a lesser budget. Really? I don't know, though, because I this think it'd is... I be the other way around. It has been adopted by the Arrowverse, mm-hmm. and right. the Arrowverse has got some serious funding behind it. Yes. Because 
at least from my perspective, mm-hmm. they do live in my own little bubble, but from my perspective, the CW, their heaviest hitters are Supernatural and the Arrowverse shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Vampire Diaries, too, just like a shout-out. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, currently. Like, back in the day, okay, yeah. yeah, but, like, I think Vampire that, Diaries I think is on the way right? out. Yeah. yeah. They're Which is ending. The, it is about time. <laughs> but one thing, all of the Arrowverse shows shoot up in Vancouver for money reasons. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think the CW does spend less. Most sci-fi and fantasy shows do so they can afford <laughs> the effects. <Yeah. laughs> That's why I love watching my favorite sci-fi and fantasy shows and waiting to hear for Canadians. <laughs> Every time they'll say something. Like, there was a prison guard in... Oh, no, this was in Arrow. I just watched a couple days ago. There was a prison guard, and he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> about. And I was like, oh, Canadian. <laughs> Where did CBS shoot Supergirl? Do you know? They, I feel like I saw Ohio. Uh, I thought it was L.A. I, I mean, could be, like, full of crap. I don't know. I think it was L.A. L.A. Yeah, what? it is. That's one of them. That was a difference, is they have they now did. moved up to Vancouver with the rest. Oh, I see in season two, they did. I would just think that the CW does a really good job with genre shows mm-hmm. like this, so I really think that they're going to the right place. At least I hope so. Okay, number one, did you all recognize the newscaster? Yes. <laughs> Heard happily? <laughs> so I kept expecting him to like revert to his <laughs> Parks and Rec character. Well, I mean, he kind of is in general. Right. Like he's yeah. a news reporter. <laughs> well, so, and I remember Janelle had tagged us in like a screenshot months ago about, oh, look, he's branching out when he was a newscaster on Bones. Oh. <laughs> so I actually like went and looked, at, looked him up. He's Jay Jackson is his actual name. And he has been, like, a newscaster or a reporter on 17 shows, if I'm counting this correctly. And I just thought that was really wow. funny. Like, that is most of his credits are as newscaster or reporter. I mean, he does a good job. He does. But I just want, I thought I that was funny. I wonder if that's why he up. got Parks and Rec. Was just like, you have a good newscaster voice and we want to make a parody out of you, please. He was a newscaster a little bit before, but not so much... Most of them have come after Parks and Rec, so I almost wonder if people have seen him on Parks and Rec, and that's one reason he keeps getting them now. My other thing is, I want to ask Janelle. Janelle, what do you think of Hank Henshaw? Um, I like Hank. I knew from the beginning what was going on with him. Okay. There's not much you can talk about. <laughs> right. I was hoping you didn't know what was going on with him. Oh, I no, I've, to get I've, your, I was your pretty thoughts. sure pretty quick. Did you guys notice who plays her father? Dean, yes. Yeah, it's Dean Cain. And do you uh, know why? From Lewis and Clark. Yeah, I do. Lois Lois Lewis. <laughs> Sorry. The, from The Adventures of Lois and Clark. Yeah, that was my Superman that I watched uh-huh. back in the day. Oh. Well, mine was the Superman Batman animated shows, but that was a second. That, that was a close second. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle, do you think you're going to keep watching? Yeah, I think I'm going to... Since I have so many things, th- this is like a bad time right now to be getting into a show that I like. And I don't necessarily like it as much as the other shows that I'm watching currently. So I think it's going to be one that I like watch two or three episodes of every once in a while okay. until I get caught up. I mean, I very much like it. I'm also mm-hmm. just like ingrained in Flash and Arrow and This Is Us. And gosh darn it, I'm watching MacGyver. I don't give a crap if you people hate it. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's very fair. You watch MacGyver. <laughs> it's terrible. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I like shows that can just be happy even if they're being kind of stupid. Yeah. When the actors enjoy what they're doing, mm-hmm. I'm in for it. And this is one of those shows as well. But it's legitimately good on top of it. But I'm invested somewhat in MacGyver. I'm going to watch it until it's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they have one loyal follower. <laughs> they, do. they do. Here, look. I have a watching live folder on Chrome, and I got MacGyver in it. Nice. <laughs> do you uh, not want to know if I'm going to keep watching? Kim, are you going to keep watching? <laughs> Why, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I'm, keep, I, like, I'm, keep, I'm current on it and keeping up with it. Yeah, I haven't stayed current on it. I know, because um, I have things I want to talk to you about. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I need to get together. Uh, anybody still watching anything that we've Keeping up with This to? Is Us. Yeah, This Is Us. And then what else have we been like into? What was the... We did I've, the mystery I've started before. re-watching The Flash. <laughs> yeah, you're just keeping that on a loop. <laughs> That's um, so good. It is so good. I've just needed that this week. Yeah, I'm going to say this, and I'm also going to kind of be sad that I'm saying it, but I like the first season the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really hope that it doesn't continue in the Arrow trend. I love Arrow, but, like, it has its seasons where I'm just, like, I really want to go fly to Vancouver and slap, (laughs) slap the writers and tell them how to do their jobs because they're not that great sometimes. So, Kim... What are you going to recommend next time? So I need a little happiness in my life. So I'm going to choose a show to me that is just it's pretty uplifting, pretty fun. And that is Heart of Dixie, which has Rachel Bilson in it. And she's a New York doctor who moves to this tiny little town called Bluebell in Alabama. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to watch the first five episodes. And Elizabeth is also forcing us to watch this little video, music video a music video on youtube i think i can put it in the show notes we'll also put it on our social media and website but just like rachel bilson rapper probably will bring it up <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great because uh, yeah there's no way we can talk about heart of dixie and not talk about that <laughs> i mean i could but elizabeth no can't. i can't <laughs> All right, so if you want more I Love It, Don't You content, visit our website, iloveitdontyou.wordpress.com. And uh, email us at iloveitdontyou1 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media. And if you tweet at us, I promise we will respond. So, um, Oh, and if you like the show, please leave a review. And please give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Bye, Bye. guys.